1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. I want to tell you out there right now to smash the like button for the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, and the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, but if you want the exclusive feed for this particular show then hit the description and get the Cust Corner only audio exclusive links. The first 25 are up there. We're always periodically adding all of the vintage collection of Cust Corner. So highly recommend that you do that and go rate and review the show while you're up there. So it goes to the top of the insanity charts because today we got a brand new one with a brand new guest. It is Cust Corner 39
0: cost it's cost corner it's cost he's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes he should be president of the united states but it's cost it's cost <laughs> and our
1: special guest today joining the insanity for the first time ever ben rosa what's going on buddy <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm very I'm a little nervous, but I'm very excited. I asked before the show if I'm now possibly eligible to win most insane person. So I gotta be careful with what I say, but I am very excited to be here.
1: Well you've been catching up on the vintage cuss corners, haven't you? I I have, so
2: I went, as I always do, to go gamble <laughs> on the ponies in Saratoga and on the way up. Uh, we needed something to listen to and we binged Cuss Corner. So I feel like I'm caught up on some of the insanity that's been taking place.
1: Well, here's the thing. And many people, many people have told me, Ben, that uh, their significant other doesn't necessarily enjoy listening to the Pat Mayo experience because, you know, frankly, they don't like sports very much. My wife is actually one of these. She won't listen or watch my show except when it's a Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner is the gateway drug into the PME, I think.
2: (laughs) This is fact. This is that can confirm. So uh, it's been an experience. Yeah, but I'm up to speed with what's been going on in Cust Corner.
1: Well, bring in the insanity. He just got finished farting in bathtubs and having a gig fit over it. It is the man of the hour, Tim and Tim and August.
3: That's not my name. Were you farting in bathtubs? No, of course not. Who takes baths? I don't.
1: I'm, I
3: don't either. Better are you a bathman? Certainly not.
1: It seems like no. A- if
3: I were designing a house, I would design it where I didn't even have a bathtub.
1: I guess that could be fair. I, I have kids, so you know, they, they don't sure. do well. They don't do well in the shower.
3: What at what age does one transfer over to being a shower person? Four, five, six? When when does that happen? I
1: don't know. I'm trying to remember when I started taking showers. Other than baths. I can't remember
3: either. I, I can't remember either. But well, I feel like it's around then.
1: Yeah, I want to say like seven, Ben.
2: Yeah, I think that I was going to say between 5 and 10. That seems pretty reasonable.
1: It's just so much faster. trying to think. Maybe someone can share insight on this, because this is coming up on me soon. The kids are 2, the kids are 3. Maybe when you're listening to this, my kids are like 20 or something like that. Who knows how long the internet is going to exist, and these shows will be out here. But I digress. Tim, you are captain of the ship. What are we talking about first?
3: Well, I'm captain of the ship. But the first thing I want to talk about is I'd like to, to... Honestly, I'm coming for some credit. Uh, Ben may not know this, but in this country last month, all of the, uh, the economic system shut down when it came to access to your money digitally, every interact debit card in the entire country shut down. And in some places, I think even the credit cards weren't working with certain banks. And so you had no access to make any purchase for an entire day unless you would cash on you or one of the credit cards that could function. You mean like Visa? Had, you mean, uh, hold on, like Visa? No, it Master- depends who your Visa through. It depended who your Visa or MasterCard My Visa through, worked,
1: basically. my MasterCard worked, my American Express worked. My point was,
3: and I've said this to people, and they've given me props since, because I've come for props in the show, is that you should always carry some cash on you. You should always have cash, because if this can happen to the Interact system, it can just as easily happen to the credit system. It can happen to any system that you depend upon have tangible cash on hand in case you need it don't just assume oh well i don't need to carry cash i'm a him a cool millennial i don't use cash i'm not some 70 year old what would i need that for there are circumstances in which having cash would be very beneficial to you always have some don't be one of these people caught with their pants down having zero cash in the house and having no access to it if you need in an emergency and i was laughed at for making this type of suggestion in the past but as is often the case Practical reality has proven me right, and I've come cap in hand to collect my credit. So, Ben, the only time I've
1: encountered a situation in the past probably two years when I actually needed cash to pay for something was actually on a golf course when the person had forgotten their debit machine and credit machine that we could pay for it that way. And guess who I was playing golf with that day? Uh Uh-oh. Was it a cuss situation here? It was. And guess who
3: didn't have Mm -hmm. cash on them? No, it didn't have any in my golf bag. It was at my house, so you didn't have it on. So you. I have cash in my house.
1: Well, how is that doing? It, how it's is that?
3: Mattress? How is that doing us any good? when we needed the cash. I have cash in my house or in my car at all times.
2: In your like a lot of cash in your car? Not or like not a change? lot.
3: Like like no, like a couple of twenties or a hundred dollar bill or something. Just enough in case you never. You should al- See, you should always have cash on you, you know, in your house or in your car or somewhere easy access. Because that day, it was July the 8th, where the entire cash system, you just don't know. Do not be one of these people who just presume that they'll always be able to do everything digitally. There are instances in which this can happen. Prepare. Be ready for it in case it happens. Don't just shrug it off as a one-time thing. It can happen again, and you do not want to be in that circumstance. So I actually agree with him, Ben. I
1: think that having a—because I always worry that, you know, the Feds are going to come for me and that I'm just going to have to take off in the middle of the night. So I actually bought a safe to store my money into for cash (laughs) on hand if I need a go-bag to go away. And don't think that I don't have, like, five separate currencies in there. I have enough to get me by depending on which country I need to flee to at this time. But I— I don't understand the purpose of carrying around $100 bills. I feel like if you have cash and you need to use petty cash in order to buy something, you, you might get boxed out by the $100 bill. Some places just don't take $100 bills. They don't have the change for you. I always
2: carry, I always carry cash, but I always have small bills because I use it for like tipping or just random shit that I don't want to charge. So I'm I'm with you, but I yeah, $100 bills, I'm not sure about that. I also... I have a feeling, I think I already know the answer to this, you don't sound like a crypto guy. I have a. You're not going to be happy <laughs> no. uh, when we all move to Bitcoin soon enough. No,
3: the last, last six months has done nothing but prove my suspicion that that's just a shell game. That if P.T. Barnum were alive in 2022, P.T. Barnum would be selling you uh, any type of Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Litecoin quite happily. I do believe that. And I believe, again, I'm being proven right on that. <laughs> well, it's, you act like Bitcoin is worthless. No, it's not worthless. But the people who said it can always go up—it's always—it's only ever going to go up. It's going to replace so-called fiat currency, like those people were selling you what they needed you to believe, so that they could get out at a higher part of the market and, and, and profit off of. Uh, unfortunately, in some cases, people who were gullible, who just kept buying and buying and buying the dip, who uh, it, it was—it was dumb. It well, here, was dumb it, well, here's the dumb. thing:
1: in, unless you bought the dip the very last time Bitcoin
3: went down, you're still up an amazing amount of money. Continue to invest in this nonsense, which could very well be illegal soon enough. I would not shock me if it becomes illegal when the Treasury Department just says you can't have a competing currency like this, that sort of like rejects the Treasury. Like, anyway, don't don't put don't depend on stuff that's made out of feet of clay. That's just not going to succeed. There is no path forward for it. Ben, does this make you want to buy more cryptocurrency? Oh, yeah, I
2: might, I might buy the dip right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I am Team Crypto, but I, I, gotta, I have to go back. You really keep hundred dollar bills in your car? Yep. Yeah. That doesn't sound like safe. Hitting, or are they on the dashboard? Oh like, no, no, well they're obviously, the you
3: obviously, no, you obviously can't see them. They're obviously concealed inside the console.
2: Okay.
3: But yeah, I keep them on hand. I like to have that kind of cash money. You never know when you need to make a, a, a purchase or whatever. How? It's economical. I don't want a big water 20 car wash? Oh, no. I don't use a car wash. I'm afraid of car wash. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that episode, I guess.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Think...
3: There's nothing that terrifies me more than being stuck in a car wash. We're like, and, oh, the very idea.
1: Are you afraid of car washes, man?
3: Plus, no. also, I'm not some lazy millennial who can't get out and wash his car. When was the last
1: time you washed your car?
3: <laughs> I did it. We have a car washing stall here at the place I live. So back in July, the last time I I actually washed it,
1: I don't believe you for a second.
3: Okay, well then why did you ask me the question? If you with whatever answer I gave you, you weren't going to believe.
1: I was going to believe you when you said you've never done it because I've seen your car; it never looks like it's washed.
3: Yes, it does. I washed it back in July. Oh. What are you driving these days? I drive a Camry. It's actually quite a nice Camry too. It's an older one; it's 2013, but it's in fantastic shape. I don't drive it too hard, and I look after it. He also
1: was very, uh, I I think when we, because after you hit the deer and got the new Camry. Deer hit me. The deer hit you. Sorry. Yes, of course it did. And you had all the new fangled gadgets in your car, like Bluetooth, that it really changed your life.
3: Some of them I've enjoyed. Uh, Some of them were more novelties than anything else that sense. I'm like, the only two things that have really stuck with me that I'm so delighted I have is the backup camera and the Bluetooth. Everything else, eh, you can come or go. But those two things have been phenomenal. This is something, Ben. I mean, how often do you
1: drive or do you drive? I assume you do. I do drive. It's not like full New York City here because
2: I'm in in the burbs, but I don't drive a lot. But, uh, you know, I go – we'll probably get to this at some point in this episode. We don't cook, so I I go out for all my meals. Uh, So I'm always going to the deli, getting a sandwich, a little pizza. So that's where I do most of my driving. Yeah.
1: are we get? I mean, obviously we're going to get to that point. We might be there now, but I haven't been in a car that doesn't have a backup camera in some time. And just, I randomly had to move, I think it was my mom's car. Her car doesn't have the backup camera. And like, I was legitimately lost. i totally forgot how to reverse without using the camera because I rely on it so much.
2: Super dependent on it. I, I hear that. I couldn't imagine going back at this
3: point. No, I couldn't either. I'm I'm hooked on it. my skills of, and I was actually a very good backer upper without but now my skills are atrophied and gone.
1: You're a pro back you're a pro
3: backer upper were you? Reverser, whatever the proper noun would be there. That's what I was.
4: How, you know, that, you, I've lost
3: how about parallel parking? You you keen on that's that? That's what I was going to ask. Oh no, I was awful at parallel parking. Now now I do it comfortably because I have the cam. I feel completely liberated to do it.
1: So you're going to, once you upgrade to my, like my year of car and just has the button that you press that it parallel parks for you, I feel like you're going to be in your glory.
3: No, I very well may be. Let's talk about food because I am tired of people telling me that fish and chips isn't healthy. It absolutely is healthy if done correctly. I'm exhausted of people saying, oh no, people think fish and chips is a, is a, is a greasy unhealthy meal. It's absolutely a healthy meal. Uh, if done right. I mean, if it's super deep fried, no, but you okay, can well, bake hold, the French What hold, hold on. Hold on. What, can... what,
1: what, what is the difference between regular deep fried and super
3: deep fried? <laughs> Extreme. You, if you shallow fry the fish. It's the same fucking deep thing. It, like, no, pan, pan it's Pan not. fried is still awful for you.
1: And I love no, fish and chips. Not. I had some no, the other day. Not.
3: Yes, of course you did. Fish and chips are good. It's a healthy choice at a restaurant compared to like the greasier stuff. Fish and chips is like a- That the, is, one is one of the greasiest Vitamins that are good. No, but fish is full of vitamins. It's full of fantastic oils and uh, minerals for you. You could bake the fries at home or get sweet potato fries instead. I am so tired of people trying to pretend like little oh, fish and chips is just bad, bad for you as a hamburger. That's not true. It's worse
1: for it you than it's, it's worse no. for you than a hamburger. No. Absolutely, because you so know why better.
3: hamburgers aren't deep fried. Well, they're pan fried, which I just heard is just as bad. It is. You're cooking. You're you're cooking.
1: The fish in fried oil. It's the same concept. Yeah, but you can bake it too. You can bake fish and chips. You can buy the fish. If you you bake the fish or grill the fish, and yeah, you, you bake some potato and not very many with it, I absolutely
3: agree with you. How many places are you going to where that's how they serve you the fish and chips? Well, I don't ask how they do it. But like, I'll go out to, to eat and dad will say, or mom will say, well, what did you go? What did you get? And I say, oh, I got something healthy. I had fish and chips. And say, you didn't get anything healthy. That's just about like, no, it's not. It is healthy. What are you talking about? Because you got you got it deep fried. I don't know how they did it. I don't know that they deep fried it. They could have shallow fried. It's not like super thick, heavy, like fried chicken batter. It's a lighter, airy batter. It's not nearly as bad for you as like fried chicken. And the fish is great for you. And it, it's not fatty. It's Chickens, meat. Chicken is good for you, too. Sure, but the f- I'm tired of people telling me that like eating fish and chips is like this terrible thing to go at meat. It isn't. It's, it can be good for you. Paul,
1: you seem to have a, a comment on this. Would you like to share that?
4: When Tim goes to a restaurant, do the, does he ask if they deep fry or super deep fry?
3: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but there are worse and better ways of frying.
4: I mean, it's batter. It's batter. It, like it's horrible for you. It's the same as like <laughs> oh, chicken. Chicken, chicken balls are bad. Like it's just it just absorbs all of the oil. Like it's really you're better off having a hamburger.
3: No, I'm choosing the healthier option.
1: No, you're not, no. Ben. Listen, can you be the? I wouldn't even say the tiebreaker because it's already two and one. You're gonna are you gonna vote with Tim.
2: Uh, you know, I truth be told, I, I'm I was worried that I was gonna find myself agreeing on a lot of this shit, but. <laughs> I just first of all I'll say this I've never had anyone say to me that fish and chips is unhealthy just because I thought that was just set in stone there wasn't like a great debate of people saying that just because I I didn't know there was any altering opinion on that it, isn't it like
1: unanimously unhealthy no no it's not fish is
3: so good for you
1: where did, where, where was the last place you got fish and chips
3: I got it yesterday All right and was it deep fried Donalds no, no, wasn't McDonald's. It was at like uh, a diner. I don't house. know what
1: they're serving.
3: You don't know what they're serving. No, you're, on the, a... you're on the wrong show.
4: Was it Pleasant Street, Pleasant Street, or John's Lunch?
3: No, but it was a similar type of
1: place, Paul. So I would wager that your fish and chips—did you get one piece or two piece? Supper time, of course, I had a two-piece. So you had a two-piece fish and chips. I'm gonna... yeah, but I
3: had a lemon wedge. And a lemon. okay oh, wow! I add lemon wow. on it. Wow, and a lemon wedge. Okay. Did I didn't you... use. I used lemon and vinegar on the fries. I didn't use any like fattening sauces. because you well, did... told me how bad sauces are. Well, did you no use...
1: tartar sauce?
3: No tartar sauce. Okay. Did you have the coleslaw? I used it? lemon. Well, yeah, but coleslaw is just cabbage. Yeah. Okay, so, it so uh,
1: essentially, it wasn't, creamy coleslaw. It wasn't essen- creamy coleslaw. Essentially, you just ingested like twenty three hundred calories.
3: No, no way. There's not. That can't be possible i might be on the that low end depending awesome. on how greasy it was it wasn't very greasy. it's that light airy like maybe they air fried it like it's that light airy uh that's the other thing that's annoying me everyone's getting air fryers these days <laughs> is it any good i you, you seem like pretty mad about something you seemingly know nothing about if i if i air fry things can i then have it and people have can people stop saying to me that that's unhealthy like if i air fry my fish and chips because that is that now healthy I don't, I mean, I don't have an air fryer. My dad has an air
1: fryer. I suppose I would ask him, Ben, do you have an air fryer? No, but people, I know a lot of people
2: that love those things. They swear by them for like chicken wings and all sorts of stuff.
3: So if I use that, is it all now health food? Because I will get one if that's what it takes.
1: I mean, I don't think it becomes health food, but like I, I guarantee you it's better than deep frying whatever
3: you're eating yeah but the batter is super light and crispy on these things then i didn't have any ketchup and any sauces well i don't ketchup ketchup anyway it's gross but i didn't have any like condiments with it like it couldn't have been that. i figured it was like a 900 calorie meal so ben you go you
1: mentioned that you go out for a lot of your meals have you ever done like uh i should make sure i say the right one here because they've sponsored the show hello fresh let's say have you ever done any of those
2: So yeah, we do have one of those where we get a couple meals a week
1: in for sure. So my wife and I did that right after our second son was born just because it made it super convenient. They would send you the stuff and they'd be be really nice meals. And you cook one of these really nice meals that is super healthy for you. But when like they send you the entire packet with the recipe, everything that's in it, it gives you the calorie count. And most of those things per serving were like 750, weren't they?
2: Yeah, they're. I mean, sometimes the sodium's not great, but we get a handful of them in, like the Blue Blue Apron style stuff, and it's pretty good, actually. I I, change it up, you can get some fish.
1: Yeah, I really like it, but the fish that you would get from that wouldn't be deep fried fish, it would most likely be baked fish, and you have one of these fish meals, like like minimum, it's going to be 650 calories, and Tim's eating deep fried with deep fried fries.
2: (laughs) Once you get to the, anything that's got batter, you're already in, (laughs) it's just degrees of bad at that point. Like, I'm all for it. I eat terrible, but it's no,
1: fish is just not, fish, good good not eating terribly. Fun. Like it's good. No one said it wasn't good. I I thoroughly yeah.
3: enjoy it too. Everyone's like, oh, it's so unhealthy. It's like, it can't be that unhealthy. It's fish. Gotta be
1: bad.
0: It's fish.
3: Well,
1: think about sort of McDonald's fries, for example. McDonald's fries for fries are likely on, like, the lower end of everything in terms of, like, caloric intake. They're not good for you, obviously, but versus, like, the really greasy fries that you're most definitely getting with the fish and chips and probably more fries than that would actually appear potato-wise.
3: I like them double fried. You like your fries double fried, do you? I do. I well, do. I like them super crispy. Well, let me ask I didn't you— know that was a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get them double fried for sure. So how, much, how many calories do you think that a large fries at McDonald's has in them? 350 so it's 560 so the fries that you got definitely have more calories in them so if i'm telling you it's 2300 and you're eating two pieces of battered fish which are even more then like where do you where do you like what did you think that way you said 900
3: yeah i figured about 900 yeah did you not oh, did you not really think about it like, yeah like, i mean like it's white it's white it was, it was like it wasn't like a ton of batter there was a lot more fish than batter not like one of those places where like it's like mostly batter a little tiny piece of fish it was a lot of fish it was robust So it was even more batter is what you're saying yeah, that's bad that's days. not good <laughs> I mean, you want as you want as little batter and as much fish as possible At least that's what i want well it sounds like you know what you want but calling it healthy just seems ludicrous well you don't have to call it healthy but just don't call it unhealthy but it is unhealthy <sighs> just another one of them you mean Telling,
1: as Ben said, like, I don't think there was any debate about this. Yeah, well, I
3: think there is a, a debate.
1: What What would be your counter to it's all well, just the,
3: that the, the, it's got lots of great nutrients in it.
4: OK,
2: can't those both be true, though? Like fish has got some good stuff, but if it's just like coated in just batter and sauce and salt and Old Bay, like that's got to be doing serious damage.
3: I don't think so. Plus, I said they put lemon on it.
2: Well, you know, can't account for the nutrients of lemon. So no, you well, that
3: makes it like fresher. Well,
1: <laughs> was it, real lemon, or was it that like lemon thing that you have in your no,
3: fridge? No, no, no. It, it was which I do love, but no, it was like a real slice of lemon.
1: Okay, Ben, you you say you eat out every night?
2: Yeah, we don't like we get those meals. you you, you said like the. Blue Apron, whatever, but my parents growing up, my parents don't cook, me and May don't cook. It's all, all the time, all we do is go out to eat or order food for delivery.
1: Nice.
2: That's it's a good
1: time. I I hadn't uh, ordered food in a while to my place. We actually like tried to make a habit of stop doing it and I I had to cave the other night because the kids were going nuts and I had to get them food. I know that I knew this at some point, but then I just got hooked on ordering food to my house that it's basically like double what you're gonna pay to get like uber eats to your house
2: oh yeah i don't care at all though like i'll pay <laughs> what like there's options for how fast you want your oh food. i like, take I it every pay. time
1: every time i'm
4: Max. priority yeah extra two like, bucks to save me five it in a minutes. rocket
1: ship
2: i don't <laughs> care like what, what if i'm gonna be lazy i want the food now like if it, if it was gonna take a long time i'd just go get it
3: but what are you doing with that time that you've saved you were always going, oh i've saved all this time but like what productive thing are you doing that you've saved this time to make the world a better place? What are, you, what are you doing with this great time that's saved? Oh, I don't have to go to the bank anymore. I do all my banking online. Oh, I don't have to go to a restaurant anymore. I eat all my food on delivery. Oh, I don't have to go to work anymore. I work at home all the time. Oh, I don't have to shop in a mall anymore. I do all my shopping at Amazon. Okay, so you've saved all this time. What are you using it for? What productive pursuit is it being used for? In most cases, isn't it, isn't it just being squandered? on sort of self referential slothful things and then it really hasn't been saved at all it's just been wasted in a different way that, that really annoys me when people say oh i've saved all this time but they haven't done anything with it. are they using that time to volunteer in their community are they using that time oh, to oh shut a skill? the fuck up
1: like come well, on then, then you're the same then, then you're don't. the same guy that rewards yourself for getting up in the morning
3: yeah i need a treat i woke up today <laughs> I'm not the one who's pontificating about all the great time savings that I've got. I will will pontificate about it. I can do whatever the fuck I want during that time. What are you using that time for?
1: What What are you using it for? I get to go out and I get to play golf more often. I get to sleep in an extra hour and a half because I don't have to go do all this shit, which is a chore anyway, because I can make it as efficient as possible by doing it from home. It doesn't seem like you've saved the time. You've just delayed the waste. I haven't because I've already done it. So what takes you four hours to do takes me 30 minutes to do and I have three and a half but, hours I can do whatever I want.
3: But you're not doing anything productive with it. But I'm doing so what I like. So do, different but, but
1: I'm... Yeah, exactly. If it's going like, to take... If it's going to take you... Are you making
3: the world a better place for the I, time you've spent? I don't
1: give a shit about making the world a better well, then, place. But it,
3: well, well, but so, well, first, yes, you do. And I secondly, so, of course you do. And secondly, society in general, if we're going to promote a practice of life where everybody should... We're trying to save all this time what's the purpose of it what's the what's the actual purpose uh, other than just navel, navel gazing and being self red wasting it on oneself if because there's the, no actual what are you talking about there is, there is. Time, if
1: i am saving then, three and a half
3: hours over you i can go to the gym
1: i can take a nap i can do whatever i want i'm free to use my time how i deem fit exactly. not like you how who has to wait in line at the bank yeah, how is going it's to the
2: bank
3: helping society? How do,
4: why it's not. But does it not, take but you guys I'll, but, four hours to cook dinner? <laughs> not me.
3: No. No, not me either. Well, but it like, takes,
1: It only takes him five minutes to cook dinner because he has microwaves.
3: People manage to go to the gym and stay healthy and raise families and have uh, you know, pursuits 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago with all this. So I, I actually don't buy that. I actually think that's an excuse. I actually am asking people to do an audit of what this these great time savings that they've had how are they making that time matter what are they doing with that time if they haven't saved it for anything productive then you really haven't saved it you've just changed the waste wasted it somewhere else
1: well what do you consider i feel like what you consider wasted time is not what everyone else considers wasted time like ben if you had if you had to go do all those things throughout the course of like an afternoon but you also bet on like a baseball game in the afternoon that you wanted to watch now you can watch the baseball
4: game
2: yeah, oh, I mean, there's no doubt, like, I'll, I'll, what, if you saw what I do during the day, you would call it quite a waste, but <laughs> I'm wasting the time on myself, it's fantastic. A little early gambling on, like, Asian soccer, then I watch a terrible movie, gamble again, like, it, it's a it's a lot better than waiting at the bank and doing the zigzag to get to the teller.
3: I'm not sure that it is. I think it's just a different... You haven't been
2: gambling on Asian soccer, my friend. You got to got to get
3: in these streets. That is absolutely true. I have to stipulate that.
1: You're missing out. I just don't see where you could make some sort of case that doing exactly the it same thing... It just exhausts
3: me. In, Exhausting when people talk about all this time-saving they've had. Feel, they it just, the it, just, feel, it, they it just
1: feels like you have nothing to do. You could go to the gym every day of the week if you just made your efficiency a little bit better. Instead of being like, oh, but I don't again, have
3: time. I'm too tired. You'd have
1: tons of time to do it.
3: No, but you would think that the way people these days talk about all the time they save from, like I said, from work, from shopping, from banking, from cooking, all this stuff. They should have saved so much time that they should be making some sort of lasting impact in their community or something. am not doing that. So have they really saved it? So and because so, so because
1: it, people aren't volunteering at the food bank, they should have to wait in line to go pay, pay their power bill is what
3: you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying let's not throw around words like I've saved all this time if you haven't really used it to productive purposes. I think that, it's just wasted, it's not saved.
1: I, I think that both myself, Ben, and you potentially look at all of this stuff differently. I try to wait my time, Ben, on a per-hour basis, especially like when it comes to things like work or going to do something. I know my hourly rate, so if I have to go do something... Like you said, like ordering food in. If it was going to take me like 40 minutes to go drive and get food, or I can just have it delivered, I start thinking about, well, is it worth it to me to pay double because I don't want to have to go spend 40 minutes of my time going to do this? And I would say, yeah, I'd just rather have it delivered at this point. It's not worth it for me. Now, that barometer is different for everyone, but if it's something that I just feel like is going to be a waste of my time and I can do it from home, I'd just rather do it from home.
2: I'm the same. Like, if I could... I would pay so much money to not have to, like, travel places. Like, if I could just pay 10x the flight and just be there automatically, I, I would do that. Some people enjoy, like, the seven hours that it takes to travel. But I- I'm if I want to do something in the rare chance, uh, give it to me in the most simplest, easy, non-tilting way, and I
1: would pay more for that. If there was a teleportation device, as you have just described...
4: How yes. often do you
1: think you would de- use it to go places?
2: Not frequently.
3: Tim, where am I going? I think I would use it all the time. Where would you go to do what? To check out all kinds of places and see all kinds of things. Okay. You name it. And if I could use now, I, depending on what the restrictions are on it, but if I could use it to teleport to all kinds of different places and spots, I, I totally, I'd want to do all kinds of cool stuff with it.
1: But you could go to a lot of these places anyway. Is it just, as Ben said, like the seven hours of travel really It's annoying. Really, really gets an, you down? It's annoying.
3: it's annoying. Yeah, I don't like traveling. I find traveling to be anxiety-inducing and annoying and agitating. And you're, things are out of my control, and I don't like it. Uh, but I like being in the spot that I'm in for a little bit of time I'm there. But then I also like coming back to the surroundings that I know. But yeah, the worst part of it is definitely the transit. Transit is, is generally unpleasant. But that's a part of being a grown-up is putting up with things that you don't like. And we don't want to be Peter Pan and try to hide away from the things we don't like in this world. That that doesn't build any character. That doesn't get you anywhere in this life. You've got to sometimes grit your teeth and accept that there are things I don't like that I have to do today. And it's not the grown-up thing to wish those things away, but rather to want the broad shoulders to lean into it and get through it. Yeah, but that's what builds character.
1: Essentially on that point what you're saying is that because something like the very things that you just brought up shopping online going to the bank you might not want to
3: do it but you should do it it builds character
1: there are other ways
3: to do it there are other ways to do it and any one of those things is not the end of the world but when you're constructing what seems to be a society where we are privileging this great saving of time and and what are we seeing as a result of that what is the great outcome what is the great benefit of that savings how is it cashing itself out in the real world in a productive material way?
1: Well, I, I, I mean, can look around, I, I don't see it. I don't I, see it.
3: I mean, I can tell you firsthand. and I, I don't know if I can
1: speak for anyone else besides my own experience with this, but, and Ben, maybe your friends have seen, you've seen noticed this with your friends. Cause I don't think you have kids that parents spend a lot more time with their kids than they used to myself included. I spent way more time with my kids than my parents ever did with me.
4: That's
3: I mean, great. Well, that's, true when it's not true right i mean what do, you, what do you mean that's
1: what do you mean that's not true
3: <laughs> what does that mean I mean, 200 years ago people spent a lot of time with their kids a lot of time with their kids like is it true vis-a-vis like 20 20 cents in like 20 like industrial revolution era yeah maybe in some case i mean there were there were you know centuries and centuries and centuries where where one of the parents stayed home we're, with the kids all of the time uh so i, I don't actually think that that's necessarily the case it may be compared to 40 years ago but compared to 140 years ago
1: maybe not well i don't really want to compare myself to slave owners to begin with
3: no, again a foolish thing to say we're talking about just there are a lot of people for whom the 20th century is the only history that they can use to compare themselves with when like Anyway, I mean, it's great that you spend extra time with your kids. That that's fantastic. It, 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 it doesn't seem like
1: it. It seems like I should be working on a fucking field and have them plow in the field. Be at the bank.
3: Yeah. No. No, I didn't say that, and no fair-minded person who's listening would think that I said that. That's what it sounds what like
1: I, you're saying. You realize that?
3: Well, you keep interrupting me when I keep trying to make. Well, you're making ludicrous there. points. These points don't even make sense. No, I'm making. They are kind of indisputable. That if we're going to talk about time saving, then they then that time saving for ought to cash out in some practical ways. Now, you mentioned raising kids. That is actually one. So that is one way in which it it can cash itself out. Great. So that's one example. But there has to be more to it than that. There has to be more to it for us to encourage a society based on time saving, where you don't have to go anywhere, do anything you don't want to like, where it's completely lived interiorly. Like, I see bad things coming, I see a further alienated, a sadder, and a lonelier society when dating is all done online and shopping is all done online and visiting friends is often done just online and work is just done online and everything is just done from your house. Like, I, there's, a, there's a sickness that bites at the bones there that can't be denied. Can't be denied. There's something unhealthy about it. Paul?
4: I feel like Tim is taking shots at Ben, and Ben seems very happy no. to me. <laughs> no. I don't,
3: I don't know how do that. But you're describing ben, so what Ben
4: happily yeah, this sounds like has May. his life set up as. At this I structured
3: point. it pretty much like that. <laughs> oh, and people should be free to do that if they want. <laughs> well,
1: it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like they're miserable oh, no, no, no. people if they do it that I've been way. or or, or, not... or if they want to save time so they can now binge Mad Men at home like I enjoy to do with my free time. That's my choice yeah. and to be able to do that. No I'm not I'm not is. required to be anywhere to do a task that will take you 2 hours that takes me 10 minutes.
3: No one's saying you should be required. No one is talking about coercive or state power to make somebody of course not. Just saying there's something about living a more social human life that is more conducive to flourishing. And this time saving could actually result in that. If it's used in the right way, if that time is actually capitalized upon, it could produce fantastic results. You mentioned more attention uh, to, to children that you're raising. So that's one prime example where that can be a flourishing uh, you know, outcome for society, where children are better raised uh, with, with families at home rather than being separated from them through a lot of the day. Great, great example. I'm glad you mentioned that. But there needs to be more than that, too, right? Yeah, I would say that... Or, working out and making yourself healthier,
1: I think that would be a great benefit as well. But Ben, like, how sad are you based on this life?
2: I mean, I'm sad because I'm gambling on Asian soccer in the mornings, but it, I don't think it's because I'm not going and doing... I would be a lot sadder if I had to do all those tasks. So are you... I, I got to ask you, Tim. Are we heading... Like, where are we heading? Is this going to like be a Westworld-like situation
3: soon? Do you see it getting... like? apocalyptic no I, I mean i don't think it could be apocalyptic or, or i mean west world is too fanciful but you know i don't know if the fever is going to break anytime soon i think we are unfortunately moving in a direction where people are turning more and more within doing less and less we're, we're seeing it like younger generations travel less than their predecessors did well they have no money like they, they like, have no they
1: have no money to no, travel but there's,
3: a lot of people had no money when they traveled in 1966 either they just traveled anywhere like there's lots of evidence to show that the current gen- the youngest generation are doing less than, or sorry doing fewer and fewer things and having fewer and fewer life experiences than their parents or their grandparents did and in part it's because of a complete turn inward and a complete connectivity that the ease of connection uh, and the convenience of everything has made it so that we've atrophied in a lot of ways um, and I, you know, think if I were to be eighty-five and I were to be towards the end of my life, and if I looked back on my life, and most of my life was lived completely, uh, you know, within and completely, you know, sort of like abridged in this way, I don't think I would look back on my life and be very satisfied with the life I led. But that's something that my my but, ancestors would never had to worry about.
1: But the life that you described is basically the life that you live anyway,
3: and you don't have to do
1: these things. You just don't choose to do them. That's not true.
3: That's not, that's not true, actually. I mean, there are, I still spend way too much time indoors. I still spend way too much time within my own self. Absolutely. But I've actually been working on doing that less and less and have found that I've been happier and happier the more and more I actually physically do things. Well,
1: why don't you go travel some more
3: then? Hey, get out I may. There. I may. I'm planning on doing some big traveling next year.
1: Well, there you go. So, so Ben, has Tim inspired you to go traveling?
2: no i might buy some, <laughs> some, some i might buy some nfts though you know pick up some things uh no i won't i won't be traveling uh
3: anytime soon maybe,
2: maybe i'll come up to canada check out never been to canada i would like to go there but how no, far not, how, how far do you live
3: in northern don't you live in northern or western new york no i live right above new york city so you're oh, like, like brooklyn like like, the, the the rural part of new york city no. You're, not in, you're not in lower Manhattan. It's basically...
2: The no, area. I'm not in the... I'm in the in the suburbs.
1: So you're like okay. five hours away from Canada.
2: Yeah. To Montreal, it would be something
3: like that. Yeah, Fort yeah. Erie. Maybe, can't, maybe can't a little longer, be, yeah, but... Yeah, maybe like three hours to like Fort Erie, Buffalo. Yeah, two, who
1: the fuck wants to go there?
3: Okay, but that's Canada. Like, that's Niagara Falls. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, but you're just not going to go to some random place that, like on the border in Canada and be like, well, I've been to Canada, better leave.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, would. I
1: like usually when you um, go places, you go for some sort of attraction, I would think. Montreal would be a, a prime location, man.
2: Sure. Yeah, I'd love to go to Montreal. I hear good things. Um, President's Cup?
1: President's Cup 2024? That if there's anybody
2: to play on it. Yeah, there may be no golfers
3: left. There's uh... <laughs> no one that you want to see, no.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like you guys do the most traveling. I actually had some travel tips for people. And really, it's just one tip that will save everyone. because. Where we're at now, like since I moved here where you lived, Tim, I've started to suffer from like living in Toronto was such a blessing for travel because you could fly direct to basically anywhere in the world and never have to worry about a connection. Here, you have to fly to Toronto to get that, or you have to fly to New York in order to get that. We don't have very many direct flights to places where I actually want to go most of the time. However, Depends. what's that?
3: Paris or London, or we have, we have direct flights there.
1: Sure, but if I want to go to, let's say, L.A., I can't do that. I have to connect somewhere. If I want to go to Vegas, I have to connect somewhere. If I want to go to Atlanta, I have to connect somewhere. If I want to go to Dallas, like there's a lot of places that we don't fly. You can pick specific places, sure. And that's one of the main reasons that I went to Paris was because there's a direct flight over there. Don't super love connecting flights. Either way, no matter where you travel to, and we're seeing this more with like the airline like fuckery that's going on when you get there, there is never a reason, Ben to check a bag on a flight you can always just have a carry-on doesn't matter how long you go for who you are what you like to wear you can fit everything in a carry-on bag if you're going to be there for long enough go to a hotel that has laundry or dry cleaning
2: confirmed even in the rare chances like i do fly when i go to vegas or if i go to florida for some reason i don't think I've ever checked a bag and I never would. No. Nope. I would I would go with nothing. I would go with no luggage and buy everything that I needed before and then leave it there if I had to before I would check a bag. I don't yeah. I don't do check bags.
3: It I would have to be like moving. I'd have to be going for somewhere for like 6 months or more to live even, I'm with, it, you. To even consider it. If, if I, you know, we going to the other side of the world for 6 months, then yeah, it probably wouldn't make sense. Beyond that, no, absolutely not. I'm not checking a bag. No way no how. How many kimonos do you need to bring on this trip? Well, besides the seven I have. Okay. We're going for three, four
1: days. I probably need, yeah, six, yeah, seven more. Six, seven kimonos. That's what, that's what we need. But, like, we like we just did uh, 11 days in Europe. And, like, my wife was thinking about checking a bag. I was like, let's just not do it. Because you don't want to nope. check that, put your nope. stuff in it, and then it doesn't show up. And then we're in, like, I don't know, we, that, That's in, I don't know wherever we're at or that's in london and we're in france by the time it gets to us we're already gone from where we need to be it's like no like we can do like we don't need to do the laundry we're there it costs a little bit more but so does like checking a bag these days anyway like everything that you save to have everything just stored slightly above you i also don't like when people go onto planes that they don't use the stuff that's right above them for their carry-on bags like they'll just throw have you ever seen people who are like in the back of the plane they'll throw their carry-on bags in the very front of the plane for no specific reason that they just I don't just want assume to bring it their to the space back.
3: has been i just assume their space has been used up already well that's on them well okay but if like if they're getting on the plane and their space is full above them and like someone's put their stuff there they got to put it somewhere so yeah
1: domino effect
3: yeah then but the- yeah that's all then all's fair
1: but the people at the back can't feasibly put their bags at the front unless they went to the back, found out it was full, then
3: walked back up, which they're not doing. Yeah, if you're just putting it just somewhere randomly like that, you should go to go to prison for that. People do I, it. Okay. You, have no, you have no right to do that. But if your space is full, well, then you have absolutely you have every right to go find space if your space is full. Ben, have you
1: ever seen people who get up like after the plane lands? Because I don't understand why people stand up right away when the plane lands. Like You got like another 15 minutes here before like they get to the gate. Has- aren't
3: tall. You gents aren't tall, though. Some people with long legs need to stand up a little bit because it's a little cramped for them
1: You yeah, like, stretch
3: their legs a bit.
1: Yeah, okay, but sure. Then, then you sit back down because where are you going?
3: Yes. I will sometimes stand up to stretch my legs and sit back down because my legs are stiff if I've been on a long flight.
2: But, but these people are looking. I know what you're saying. And that's one of these things. I'm not going to get on a rant, but don't there's do it. a handful this is, this of is, this things. Is, this is what this show is for. is for. Fine. I'll get on a rant then. There's a handful <laughs> of things in society that everyone agrees on, and then nobody changes. Ever, everyone, every day I go on Twitter, first first tweet of the morning is, you ever been on a plane and everybody stands up and they're looking to get out? Like, who are those people that are doing? Because it gets a 1,000 likes on Twitter, everybody agrees, yet it's an epidemic. And as Tim said, if we actually came together as a society and we added value with all the time that we've saved, we should round up all those people <laughs> Get them out of society. Send them to uh, a safe zone, and they can do whatever they want. And slowly, we would filter them out, and then travel would be a lot more palatable. Maybe I would get back on planes when we didn't have those people.
1: So that's more of your cons- of that's your fact. that's more of your concern about travel than anything. It's the other people. Yeah, I can't around. be around those type of people.
2: <laughs> I've I've done that for too long. I can't do that. Can't be on the little carousel thing where you're. Oh, you're. In- GB four, you need to get to H four, that's seven escalators up. Now you're in the wrong spot and your bag is just circling on the little carousel. And then some idiot picks it up, even though his is lime green and my (laughs) bag is blue. Like, what are you colorblind? Why, why do you think that that's your luggage? That's one of the many reasons you shouldn't be checking bags. So I, this is why I don't travel. As you can see all these little things, they drive me insane.
1: There's a chance. I mean, I know you don't live in a, uh, you live in a suburb and Brooklyn isn't considered the suburb. Like Tim thinks it is. No. You really could have lived in like Seinfeld world.
2: In Seinfeld?
1: Yeah. Like you could be a character on Seinfeld with your grapes that you have. You, oh. could have. you could have been a part of like the core four.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, I really honestly not even remotely cheap. If anything, I spend money brilliant. But like me and George are, are very <laughs> simpatico. We got a, I got a lot of castans in me for sure.
4: I like it.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: That brings me to have you been, have you rewatched any TV shows lately, Ben? Like good TV shows? Are you
2: I watch like, see, I have so much time on my hands as we talk about, so I'm, I'm binging all sorts of things. <laughs> Usually I go Frasier sopranos mad men the wire will come in occasionally but i'm in the middle of a fraser rewatch as i often am
1: that's interesting because i've done that twice now i think i know tim's on board with fraser Frasier is weirdly the forgotten great sitcom of the 90s right. and especially for people like i think we're all around the same age and that when we were growing up like you wouldn't watch fucking fraser when you were like I don't know, 9, 10, 11 years old. It just seemed like the most boring, stupid comedy of all time. Turns out it's hilarious, but the weird thing about Frasier is that unlike Friends, unlike Seinfeld, and unlike any of these other 90s sitcoms, because of the type of humor it is with the type of people that are on it and the characters, it's weirdly not out of date like all of the other shows.
3: Because they couldn't relate to the world they lived in anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, it holds up really well. If anything, I think it ages; it gets stronger.
1: I yeah, I would tend to agree. It's like I like Fraser and Niles both have cell phones in the '90s, like no one else does, but they do. Like no one else on the sitcom had them, and most of the stuff they get made fun of for is some like weird thing that happened seventy-five years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Fraser's great. I I tend to rewatch. I'll just because I'm a bizarre person like I'll just rewatch the same thing over and over like I won't even go through in chronological like I'll just pick a season and I'll just watch it for like three weeks straight it'll just be on in the background permanently all day
1: I'm rewatching Mad Men right now so before that's a great rewatch it is and I don't think I've rewatched it in Full since it actually ended and i feel like mad men has now become lost amongst like the great tv shows of this millennium because breaking bad really stole a lot of its thunder coming on on the same channel and like mad men was the one that put amc on the map then breaking bad was just this uber popular show then you had walking dead which was even more popular than all of these things and mad men was just kind of a slow burn it got pushed to the background but i watched breaking bad again it It's fine. Like, it's still a good show. It just, it really loses its luster the second and third time through, where almost like you said with Frazier, Mad Men just gets better every time. I'm
2: not a, I'm not going to hate, but I'm not a big Breaking Bad fan. I'll be honest. It's good, like you said, but like there was just too many things going on. I thought it would have been, maybe it's not a hot take. Breaking Bad would have been a better movie than TV show. Hmm.
1: Well, Tim, you've watched them all through. I always felt that Breaking Bad, like beyond being a really good show, part of its allure when it was on was that it was weekly television, and it, each episode was—the last five minutes of every episode of Breaking Bad was structured like the last five minutes of every episode of Lost. Like, its sole purpose was just to get you to watch the next
3: episode. Yeah, well, I don't want to be smirched Breaking Bad by comparing it to Lost. Uh, breaking, what I enjoy about Breaking Bad is that, it's, that it was fun the reason that people have loved it more is because unlike mad mad men has a few fun episodes but fun is not the name of the game that's not what they're trying to get across right whereas with breaking bad it's it's in, it's, it's it's enjoyable it's there's like foolish stuff that goes on that like makes you laugh and even though it's dark humor it's still great like it's and, and better call Saul has been the same way and that's why i've loved that too uh, and why i think they have a warmer softer spot in the public memory than either frazier or Mad men is because they are they just come across as cuddlier and warmer and more fun even though you know breaking bad is about a methamphetamine dealer who kills people uh you know nevertheless and, and people just can embrace it more it's just more approachable uh it's the tone of the effect i think that's why uh and that tends to hold up over time more than sort of distant sort of i don't know more uh, more moody or emotional shows like Mad Men, which may be structurally far superior, but just doesn't get the, the doesn't have the place in people's hearts.
1: Why do you think The Wire holds up so well on rewatch and has that fondness in people's hearts? Then
3: I, I'm, that's funny. I kind of find it doesn't in a lot of ways hold up on rewatches. Really, as much as other shows. but really? so much of it is dependent on technology that's dated. Yeah, but that's just the time. But it now feels like a period piece more than it did when you watched it. Now it kind of feels like a period piece. Like Cut. a slice of life from a world that doesn't exist anymore. Than it used to. I, I would say that's
1: somewhat the case, but Ben, like, what is it? What's the season with the Greeks where they're using the maps to figure everything out? Season two. Is that season two or is it? Yeah, that is season two with the so, docks. Yeah, no, not the docks. The one it might be the docks. But it's where they. It might be season four now. I can't remember it all, but they finally cracked the spoiler on the wire from twenty years ago. They cracked. <laughs> they cracked the code of like the weird like clocks. No, it because it was with Marlowe. Oh, that's was, with Marlowe. Yeah, they were sending the clocks, but the clocks actually corresponded to like what it was in like a map because they had to use basically anti technology in order to circumvent. Like the wire, the technology spying on you. They had used use the most rudimentary thing possible. So I do think that in a weird way, it's just like they would still be doing that now, finding the most basic way to convert a message to someone rather than texting someone.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I watch The Wire all the time. I think it holds up. If anything, the big knock on The Wire is that people hate season two. That's and good. every time I rewatch The Wire i find myself liking season two more and more to be honest
3: look it's a great show but it really feels like something that came from the mid 2000s and therefore has sort of a dated quality to it And that's not bad or good it just is it just yeah it feels like more of a time capsule than it does the way the show would have been when you watched it the way mad men is intentionally a time capsule uh you gotta get that's sort of what the the wire has become for good or for bad
2: I don't know. Mad Men's still so good, though.
3: Yeah, Mad Men and so, so was The Wire. But you were
1: like, I, I don't love The Sopranos like everyone else loves The Sopranos. Like really? I, would, I would prefer Mad Men to The
3: Sopranos.
1: But I feel like they're structured exactly the same way.
3: I, I love The Sopranos. The yeah. yeah. Sopranos, again, for some reason, like warmer, funnier in some ways. It's hard to describe how exactly that is. But you just when you're watching it, you get uh, that it's just that it's just warmer. Well, the reason I bring
1: this up is because when I was re-watching Mad Men, it got to the episode where Sterling has the party and he does blackface at the party, uh, which yeah. is just like, whew. But there's a huge disclaimer before the episode starts about racial insensitivity. Although that's the point of the fucking episode is that he's disgusting. And if like you can't figure that out by watching the episode, I don't yeah, really-
3: Yeah, the I whole point of that scene is that Sterling is an idiot.
1: Yeah. And Don realizes it.
3: Yeah. Don and Pete immediately realize- how uh, how gross it is and that of course betty thinks it's hilarious but again that teaches us a lot about betty's character too doesn't it it just seems strange that that had to have a warning and
1: i think it was either you or someone else who had pointed out to me and this was up here but i don't know if it's the same in the states but like
3: there's a bunch of seinfeld episodes that have like mm-hmm. a, a disclaimer before them too they do uh, because i've been really? watching old seinfeld the tv uh, the, one of the channels that i watch has two seinfelds on a night and so I just allow myself to watch two episodes a night so I don't get too far cuz I've seen them all so many times. Uh it's a good way to pace yourself. And yeah, there are some episodes where like they send warnings beforehand.
2: I don't think we have so the one, there's one
3: Seinfeld episode that doesn't
2: air down here. The the one where with the Puerto Rican they prayed.
3: Yeah, so there is a warning before that one. There's a warning before the the uh the cigar store character oh, that with Jerry buys. Yeah, like there's a warning before that one, I'm pretty sure. It was, oh, there's a warning before the one uh, with the Velvet Fog where Kramer pretends to have a mental handicap? No, no, he doesn't, uh, well, he doesn't he pretend. In, in, in fairness, Within he doesn't a? pretend hey, to have a... He doesn't pretend, but they are making fun of somebody with a mental handicap. Uh, that whole episode sort of revolves around that. Now, like Anyway, so that's a, what the disclaimer's about. I'm sure why that warning is there. It just, I've it,
2: never seen that.
3: And maybe it's just a thing up
1: here. This is just like, Hey, we'll throw this up. And it's a big, like really, it doesn't impact when you're watching it. I just thought it was really strange during Mad Men that for that particular episode was the only one that they had it. And they were basically like, if you don't get things that you watch, this is actually bad. When that was very clearly the stated purpose of the episode.
3: Absolutely.
2: Totally agree. Also, I, are there good shows now that I've just like given up on or, because all the shows, That I regard in like if I had to rank TV and whatnot are all as you guys were talking about. They've been around like is there actually anything
3: good on TV at this point? Well I do think Better Calls although that's about to end Better Calls Hall has been very good
2: and worth a watch. I saw Tokyo Vice is the one series I saw recently that I thought was
1: pretty good. It's interesting because all of these shows really debuted before Netflix was really a thing, right? Like, people caught up on Breaking Bad through Netflix, but it was still on TV around that time. It wasn't—and Netflix very rarely had their own shows besides House of Cards, really, at the time. But now they just have every show. Every streaming service has every show. Like, shows are hard to find, and it feels like—I mean, I could be wrong, but it feels like there's a hundred times more shows than they used to be. And part of the fun of it was— when Breaking Bad was on, everyone was watching Breaking Bad and talking about Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones was the same way. Like, yeah. Game of Thrones is great. Well, now Game of Thrones sucks, but we're all watching it anyway, and we're going to complain about how shitty it is. Like, the last, like, part of Entourage, when people were super gung-ho about Entourage, and then everyone still watching. It. it. was like, yeah, this isn't very good anymore. <laughs> but, like, let's watch it and complain about it.
3: it There's a new session. HBO show that looks terrible. The new House of Dragons. Oh, that looks terrible.
1: Like, I'll watch it.
3: Yeah, I'm sure I will, it. too. But that doesn't mean it looks good. It looks terrible.
1: Well, I don't I understand how you could say it looks terrible. Like, it has, like, probably the most money invested in special effects of any show possible. Like, it's not giving you away the script. Like, if the script is good, the show is going to be good.
3: Yeah, we know where it's going, though. Like, anyway, i still think it's going to be very good. I think it's going to be warmed over and not that great. But that's okay. I watch a lot of television that's not great. So, like, that, that's not a disqualifying uh, reason for me to watch a TV show. I did want to bring up, as it pertains to TV
1: shows... About TV show themes, because I was again when I was watching Mad Men. Mad Men's intro, I won't skip, and there are some of them that just when you're doing a rewatch of a season, you just start skipping them, like. When I did rewatch Sopranos, I watched it through the first time. It's like watching every one of The Wire. When the new season starts and there's the new intro, I'll watch it once. Then that's getting like the quick like jump 30, jump 30, jump 30. And I'm into the Mm – see the quote, I'm into the episode. But Mad Men's, for whatever reason, I think it's catchy enough and short enough that you just sit through it every time. And I'm not talking about like Curb because you can't even skip the Curb intro. Not that you would, (laughs) but it's like eight seconds long or five seconds long. So nothing like that, but like actual TV intros, Ben. Can you think of ones that you just straight up don't skip every single time? Not.
2: I mean, Mad Men's, I love Mad Men's. Game uh, of Thrones.
3: I never skipped the Game of Thrones ones. That was awesome. I mean, because it was different. Like they were like, Yeah, it was always like, different. It was the music is like get you fired up. They show you the different places you're gonna be with the little models. The Game of Thrones ones might actually be the best. Succession.
2: I don't skip that one. I don't. But it's not that long.
1: Yeah, I don't skip the. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's not yeah, some It's not running like around. <laughs> Venture no. Brothers. I never skip that. Venture. Yeah, no. Well, the Venture oh. Brothers ones got like. It became like the Simpsons one. That they had a really long one at the beginning to fill time and then the episodes got longer. So they had to cut down the intro to save the time and put it back into the episode. But now I'm with you. Yeah, Succession's probably the best new one I can think of. Westworld's
2: got cool music, but Westworld is like. My brain couldn't handle it after season one, so I gave up. But yeah, Succession
1: is that the new show then
2: that you were that's talking the, about? That's the best show I think that's on TV. I love Succession.
3: I wow. will say, I mean, The Crown's not on TV, but I actually really enjoy it, and the new season's about to come out in a month or two. And that's a that that intro was pretty cool too.
1: I don't. I can't even recall the Crown intro, and I think I've seen every episode. I, I just, it doesn't it's stick just like in my it's
3: mind. just. There's all kinds of images. There's no words.
1: Okay, sounds like a pretty skippable one.
3: Yeah, if you want to, but again, I don't like. I don't usually skip them. I I find that it gets me in the mood for the show.
1: <laughs> Have you rewatched Game of Thrones?
3: No, no I, I don't. No, I don't tend to. I think it would be. I think it would be. I pretty don't need to rewatch movie. a show. Like it feels to me like the best shows really? don't need to be watched dozens of times. Uh, you know, or at least not not in the near future of having watched them. Like maybe in ten years, fifteen years is worth my time, but like. The show was good. I watched it every week for years. Like, it made its lasting impact on me. It sort of told the story to me it needs to be told. That's made its impact on my life. Now it's time for me to move on to something else. It's because you're at the bank. If you weren't at the bank so often, you could have rewatched. I, I look. I, I love literature. I don't reread the same books over and over and over again. i read them once. Maybe I read them twice. And that's that's it. I don't need to read them multiple times. The great story's been told. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd recommend it to others. I don't need to read Wuthering Heights every year. I don't need to. I've read it once. I loved it. I don't need to keep reading it.
2: Yeah, I'm a repetitive. Like, I, eat, do you eat the same stuff? Like, I eat the same yes, stuff.
3: I eat the same stuff over and over again. I, okay. have a re- I have a repetitive addiction with that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay.
2: I'm like, I'm like that, too.
1: I would just say that the Game of Thrones intro, you never skip because you were watching it live. If you were doing a rewatch, you'd probably skip it the entire time.
2: No
3: chance. No chance. I, I would. would.
1: I think I. You
2: would needed say. it the first time because there was like new
1: places. But if
3: I, there were new I, places in every episode because and every episode had the same places. Wherever they were going, there was stuff in it. Yeah, but if you've already watched it, you know where they're going to go. But now I know. Oh, if I'm going to watch ep- season six, episode four, I don't remember all the places we're going in that specific episode. Give mm-hmm. me it.
1: Well, now, now you're like spoiling it for yourself. That's why you're rewatching to see what happens. Like I, no, like, I like I, to see I, it. I, I've never rewatched Entourage, but I felt the same way about the Entourage intro that it would just get me hyped to watch the show. But now I, I, I never want to go back and rewatch it. Is the problem? Because... Don't
2: don't rewatch Entourage, please. I saw the Entourage... season one and two. Sure, I there saw are
3: various episodes of Entourage that are worth rewatching, but not the whole series. Did you guys see the Entourage movie? No, I never did. I don't like. I saw it
2: in the theaters, it's So bad. which is like, for me, that might as well be going to Paris. Like that was the last <laughs> time I've probably been out. Uh, it was, I saw that in the theaters. Yeah. All
1: right. I got a few more things here, Ben. Do you have any topic that you would like to bring up to Tim? So I do have one thing
2: because I, I need your expertise on this. Cause this feels like right in your lane. There's a great, great taco place. It right by us, it's one of the few places that we don't get, they don't deliver, so we do go there. And I love this place, but when they serve you water, I'm not exaggerating, the glasses are like shot glass level. And they don't leave the bottle always. And it drives me insane because I feel terrible because I have to literally ask for water 40 times in the meal because it's legitimately filling up like a shot glass of water. That's so
3: I think I would ask for the bottle.
2: Even so, though, like what, what would possess you to like why
3: that I could not explain why they would do that? That seems very strange. Yeah. I would now, the power move is just bring your own glass. That's the power. <laughs> okay. move. See, put I put that on the table. You put that on the table. Reasons. I say, I'd like to have some water. Please. You put that, it's right by your house. You're very close. You put that on the table and say, I'd like to have water, please. And they fill up that water glass that you bring. That's the like power move. No, not to be a jug, just be a good sized tumbler uh, that they're going to fill with water, and that sends a message that you want you want lots of water because clearly their glass, they have to know their glasses are. They inactive. have to know. So they- I don't think so. You're just letting them know that you know. Uh, so either ask for the jug the first time, and if they say no, you show up with your own tumbler, and if they ask why, I say because your glasses are too small. I find I I really don't like bothering you guys so often for water. Uh, I, I would rather you just fill up my glass once and let me have it that's how I would approach this 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 issue okay
2: I would never I, I would never do that because I don't I don't I, I just sit there and suffer with parched mouth and like I'm dying no, of no I would
3: I would fight back
2: a little but, bit yeah I I had a feeling it's really disturbing I I don't know why it's such a
3: good place but they got to step up their. they their do last game and this is where as a customer I would let them know and and, and you know I I come here all the time I love this place the water glasses are too small so instead of me asking you every time to fill up water glasses please leave me the bottle or i'm gonna bring my own glass okay
1: i don't know if i could get to it's bring my part. own glass I, I get the idea about it though like, have you ever talked to anyone there but like why are the glasses so small
2: you i really that. should just ask because it, it's it's just it makes yeah n- i would ask the server we there we're like what why are the glasses so small
3: i'd ask the server i'd say do you have any bigger glasses this i'm sorry this is too tiny I'm going to need too much water i don't want to keep asking to come back all the time
1: like what else do they have to drink there like do they have soda do they have alcohol like what are the other options they got like margaritas
3: and stuff yeah
1: like do the margar? i assume the margaritas come in like margarita glasses but maybe one of those margarita glasses yeah get one of those filled with water at least they're They're bigger just
3: they're they're, there's what they're doing is they want you to purchase a drink so if you're just going to get free water they want to sort of like not not encourage that behavior well two can play at that game
2: yeah, you I, you did step it up to a level that I
3: didn't I didn't think of, and then you win. They're not going to tell you no. You can't bring your own. What you say? No stories I mean, or no outside glasses allowed. I'd be in shunned restaurant. from society. I, but then again, I only
2: go out. Yeah. What are the you consequences on leap years? So what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember. You have
3: nothing. You have nothing to lose.
2: You have everything yeah. to gain. This is why I bring this stuff up because you you come with the
1: answers.
3: Good. I'm glad I was able to to resolve this quandary. That's what I would do.
1: Last thing mm-hmm. for me that I can bring up. Uh, ben, I assume you enjoy yourself a, a good game of trivia from time to time. Sure. And Tim, obviously you yep. enjoy trivia. Yeah. I don't want to call out people in particular. But when you're playing a trivia game, let's say Trivial Pursuit, for example, and you have read the question to the other person, and you know that they don't know the answer. Now, people who don't know the answer, who are like good at trivia, will tell you, "I don't know what the answer is," or they'll just fire fire a guess in the vicinity of what it potentially could be. Like you see a good Jeopardy player that you know, they buzzed in trying to beat everyone; and they don't actually know the answer, so they're just gonna
3: ballpark guess of what it could be. They'll be oh, right. Oh, like, the worst when someone on, has a has a double Jeopardy or a, a, a solo Jeopardy or a daily double, and they just let that time run out. Bad. It's just like oh you people what's wrong with you but at, at least at least there's a timer
1: on it and it's pretty quick Ben, have you ever played with the people who you know they don't know the answer but they really got to think about it for like two minutes yeah this, that's
3: bad that is skater won the 1956 uh, uh figure skating gold medal at the olympics ask our friend no uh, give me a minute i might know this
2: <laughs> that's really... what really kills me like if it's a category or something where it's just like do you know anything about you know african capitals it's like no i know none of them but let me think about this (laughs) it's like but but you don't in fact know uh
3: exactly when you're playing a game of highlight i don't know next
2: (laughs) you gotta just go for it i've as i've told you before pat knows this i almost was on jeopardy i auditioned for jeopardy and you gotta gotta just educate a guest keep it moving I don't like people that if Correct. you if you let it go on the on the daily double, that's really frowned
3: upon. Oh, it, it just it's criminal. But I root if, against you at that point.
1: I, I feel like that does like if you're playing one of these games, a trivia game of any kind, that the quick I don't know those people are usually
3: good at the trivia game. I feel like like that's the, you that's know. the
1: indicator. Yeah, you know yeah, what you, you know. don't
3: know what you don't know, and you don't exactly you know what you don't know. Anyway, I was
1: playing mm-hmm. trivia recently and this i
3: i assume this had to have been some personal experience that you had recently although i don't know about it so maybe maybe it isn't
1: yeah it's not like the immediate like the immediate past but it's you know people we've played with in the past put it that way i can see that and it's always the worst people at the game
3: of course it is yeah there's a correlation there for sure Hmm. i have one more nonsense thing i want to bring up oh okay why don't people drink milkshakes anymore? What's happened to milkshakes? Are they just gone? Like everyone's now drinking their power smoothies and their various like mixed, uh, you know, d- drinks at, uh, you know, Starbucks, their Frappuccinos or their the Jugo juices or whatever. And nobody are making their own protein shakes. No one drinks a regular milkshake anymore. You go to a restaurant, you almost never see milkshakes on the menu anymore. Like they're like, are they just a thing of the past now? Does no one have a milkshake? Yeah, I know. They're probably not the healthiest for you. I, I'll concede that one because they're, they're milk and ice cream. Okay, I, fair fair enough. But you know what? They're delicious and they're awesome. And why are milkshakes not like – for the longest time when people went to McDonald's, they got a hamburger, fries, and a milkshake. That was very common. You know, like the 50s? Was the common thing to get whenever it was. It was very common. <laughs> what happened to milkshakes? I love milkshakes. They need to make a comeback. They've been shunned. They've been secluded, and I don't like that. They need to make a comeback. Well, I feel like Dan- Daniel Plainview just drank them all, and that was the end of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, Khalees and Daniel Plainview, really, that was the pinnacle of milkshakes. I, I didn't know this, though. I'm not a big milkshake guy, but they're not,
3: like, on the menu at establishments. No. not I mean, some places, yes, but a lot of places, no. And places where you think everyone would get one. Like I go out and I get a milkshake with my meal. Like people like look at it strange. Like, like it's strange. Like it should be commonplace. That's a it should, that's like it a be weird. That, that's a really weird thing to get with a meal. That'd be like having a big. Gla- it'd
1: be like having a big glass of milk with your meal. Who the hell is doing that? What are you four uh, years mean, old? Yeah, at a real just,
3: restaurant. You're doing this? Sure. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd it like to. There's nothing unusual there's about it. It's 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 a common beverage, or it used to be common. Before everyone had to get their frappuccinos and their chai latte, this that and yeah, the but, other. but no one is getting. But no, but power hold, on, hold
1: on, But no one is drinking those things with a meal. Those are the
3: meal. That's no, the difference. Like, because they're having because they're having them elsewhere. They're not having normal milkshakes like people used to have that are delicious that are better than that stuff. Yeah, but you're talking about having a milkshake with a meal. No one's having a protein shake with a meal. The meal yeah, is the protein. Michelin star restaurant. You, you, you're right. About that, but like the fact that they're having those protein shakes I means they'll, they'll never go for a regular milkshake. If I want to go down to the chicken burger and have a sandwich and some fries and a milkshake, that's not weird. That's normal behavior. If you lived you in 1957. Like people, we need to normalize getting, like milkshakes are a great part of going out. They're fun and they're delicious. Like I don't understand what happened to them. They sort of like faded away like did you guys
2: have johnny rockets you remember that place oh yeah
1: i've i've been to enough places with johnny rockets
3: but it's like a 50 it's like a faux 50s diner that's
2: that's what i'm saying like that seems like it doesn't doesn't
3: have to come in the silver jug although it's great when it does uh like you don't see them as often anymore or they're on the dessert menu instead of being with the beverages i don't understand it paul you had
1: something to say
4: Like, are places taking them off the menu? Because I bet you if you go to any greasy spoon diner, they probably, if they, you know, historically had them, they probably still have them.
3: Well, you don't see people with them, so it's the same thing. Like, you don't see people with them. Yeah, but people also,
1: I mean, this is one thing that we've seen over the course of, I don't know, past 20 years or so, that people just try to eat healthier, and milkshakes are just... Nah, sure people are your still body? fat and eating people sure people are still fat they like that is one thing that you can basically just get like cross off the list like do people like milkshakes <laughs> that much outside of like once a year they just need milkshakes all the time i'm with tim i'm i'm pro milkshake
3: thank you paul but i haven't ordered thank one you. in a long time why because they're you really may, you they're, may soon it's yeah. not worth it though
1: oh, i can't even like, if really if go i'm to destroy my joints body, anymore. not so it's so worth that's it it's
3: absolutely it's absolutely worth it if you
2: Would you rather sacrifice the milkshake or the fish
3: and chips? Oh, I'd give up the fish and chips before I give up the milkshake.
4: Really? Getting the milkshake oh, yeah. adds like another thousand calories at least. Oh, it can't be that many. Oh, it's just milk for ice sure. Cream. Like, yeah, that's probably why people don't do it.
1: Yeah. What you, you think that
3: like dairy is like low-cal? Like a it's, triple... It's uh, like fat. The milkshake at McDonald's. Like two scoops what, of what ice cream the, is like probably... What's the milkshake at McDonald's? McDonald's. Could, could it be like, like was it 300 I'll look, I'll calories I'll max? That. Oh, Thank you. So like the vanilla mil- I like the vanilla milkshake at the McDonald's. How much could that be? 350 cals?
1: I have no idea, to tell you the truth. Uh, 750 calories.
3: That, that can't be true. That, that's,
1: that's too that, many. Sorry, that's for a medium. For a large, it is 1,115 1100 yep. The calories. larges
4: are huge. <laughs> yeah Larges i've been are... down i've been down that road before and uh, i you could give yourself
3: you brain freeze with those so easily so oh, the yeah. large ones are not the way to go i, I would prefer...
2: you always go vanilla
3: vanilla that's my go-to
1: okay so a large vanilla is 1150 50 calories
3: oh my god that, that are you sure that's not a typo i am
1: positive it's not a
3: typo Wow! you thought it was 300
1: so yeah, if you I get like, like a McDonald's
4: meal and then get that drink instead, you're you're looking at like a three thousand calorie meal, which is one and a half days of what you're supposed to ingest. <laughs> oh dear, that's so. Well, oh, in,
1: in <laughs> fairness, you're tall, so like yeah. your caloric like baseline is higher than like pollinized because we're shorter. What about me? It would
2: be that would be two months worth of food. <laughs>
1: like I would be
2: like an anaconda. I would eat one meal and then just can digest it over you could probably the fill summer, 25
3: like. glasses of water at that restaurant with the one large milkshake from McDonald's.
2: <laughs> You're t- if I'm lucky, You don't even understand man. It's tough oh. times down here. Now I, now I
3: want one. Go get one. But like I would you I, can't. I, you I just said it had 1100 calories. What well, does so it doesn't, doesn't mean the
4: machine's going to be broken. It's McDonald's, so. That's well, that's, that's definitely the, broken.
3: McDonald's that I've been going to recently, the ice machine's been broke for like a week. It is the worst sounds sounds horrible to
2: you do you go in like or no I was going through
3: the drive and they're not even warning people anymore now I know <laughs> so I'm in the know with these things so I know now to ask the question like the first time they hand me my drink and there's no ice in it and I was like shocked and so I went to the second window and just waited until the second window person noticed I was there and opened up and I was like, because, you know, there's the window where you take the order, and then there's two pickup windows, and I was supposed to go to pickup window one, and I did, and I got my stuff. I realized there was no ice, so I just drove to pickup window two and just waited there until somebody redressed me, and they did. And I was like, why is there, there's no ice in my drink? And the lady said, no, no, the ice machine's broken. I said, well, did, you got to tell people that. Their order, like, I would have got a milkshake had I known that the ice machine was on the fritz, right? A hundred percent. You're not going to get a a warm room temperature fountain diet Coke or whatever, so anyway, and I like to get the iced coffees from there because it's only a dollar right now. And those are good for you because I don't put any sugar in them. I don't put any cream in them. So those are healthy for you. And like, I'm not having an iced coffee without any ice. Make any sense? And I have to like ask the box every time whether there's ice in there. You keep telling me no. It's the worst. Where do you fall on fountain soda, Ben? Because I feel like it's one or two
1: ways. Like if I was to go and get like a, just go get a combo at McDonald's. I don't want their fountain pop. I'd rather just go and buy like a bottle or I, I oh, prefer so a can. Good. I'd rather have a can of Coke rather than have a fountain soda of Coke. But the only place where I actually do enjoy it is the movie theater. So it's funny you say that. I
2: I don't drink soda. I can't remember the last time I drank soda. If I also don't really like popcorn. But if I would go to the movies, <laughs> the, the two pop, obviously popcorn. But like I that's the one place I would just get like a disgusting soda and feel okay about it. I I wouldn't look to it. I wouldn't long for it, but at the movies specifically, I can get down with that. And obviously popcorn, I would, I don't like popcorn really, but obviously at a movie, I, I do get popcorn.
1: See, the, the hardest thing was, especially like between my wife and I, because she does the popcorn. I do, like, I'm basically done the popcorn by the time the previews are over. I, can, I need to go get more popcorn. I haven't been in the movies in so long. Like, like You put it in front of you, and I'm just doing this like until it's gone. Just, you know, I eat like a glutton. But she likes getting candy when she's there on top of it. And I was always good without candy. And I don't crave the candy when I go. But when she buys the candy, like I'll have like eight Starbursts and some Skittles now along. We, like It just... You think you're like, hey, yeah, I'm just going to this one place for three hours. You come back and you've eaten like a week's worth of food. Delicious, mind you, but you also have like a headache for the next four hours.
2: Yeah, it's destructive. I mean, I I don't mind. Like, I would get a, I don't know, like a Kit Kat or something. I don't. I wouldn't need it, but
1: I don't. <laughs> you would get it to get just to, to pass it on? Like, we'll just it. to
2: fit in. I don't want to to contemplate. Make a
1: scene.
2: I like to fly under the radar, so. Now, yeah. t-
1: Tim, I want you to do this on the fly for me, all right? Because mm-hmm. we haven't done one of these in a while, and this is how we'll end it, and we'll help you brainstorm this list. Definitive rankings of things to eat at a movie theater.
3: Okay. Eat, eat only. Or drink. Oh, well, number one is die- fountain diet die coke. More than popcorn? Yeah. Popcorn is second. More than popcorn? Yeah. Popcorn really? is second. Swedish berries would be third, or Swedish fish in the U.S., That'd be third. Okay. I was gonna say I never even heard of that. Yeah, those are Swedish fish. Same thing. Uh, I like the Whoppers or the Maltesers. That would be fourth. Um, like the malted candy. Those are delicious. Uh, oh, Glossettes. If they have Glossettes, that like, goes right to third. Actually, raisin or peanut covered Chocolate covered raisins. Yeah, chocolate covered raisins go right to the right to the, right behind popcorn. Right to third. Uh, what else is there? I mean, star- obviously, Sour Patch Kids are dead last um and starburst would be last if there's not a lot of yellows in them yellows and oranges are the only starburst i really like cherry so blasters
4: just,
3: oh too sour same with fuzzy peaches too sour Ugh. fuzzy, pa- fuzzy peaches are barely sour come on ah too sour make my, make my mouth hurt <laughs> um <laughs> tropical skittles those are up there not the regular Tro- skittles. what does that mean they're like in the light blue bag uh, Smarties. I'm out of... do they have Smarties. Love those. Those would be there. That's probably, yeah, that's probably the list.
1: It, it's funny because I couldn't imagine myself, Ben, just getting chocolate covered raisins, although those kind of sound delicious to pour into your popcorn.
2: I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never even considered that because I've never heard anyone suggest that, to be honest. What about all the, like all the normal candies?
4: Like chocolate? They bars? are normal. What do you mean normal candy? No, they no, are no.
2: Like, like, like uh like Nom parels or uh, a, like a large reese's pieces or like chocolate bars for societies that
3: that doesn't make the list you got they're okay I'm not, I'm not opposed to those but i want candies i don't want chocolate bars
2: where do you fall on like
3: like a hot dog is that oh, a- no outside of popcorn no hot food allowed Absolutely I can,
1: not. I can kind of get behind that take in a movie theater. People are just too messy. It yeah, doesn't bother me. People are too messy with stuff. I also don't enjoy when, I, uh, eat, like, butter. Put butter on your popcorn or don't get butter on your popcorn. Those should only be the two options that you have in a movie theater. When None of those dill pickle spread things. Exactly. No. no. Yeah, right I, to jail. Uh, right to jail with you. Yeah. Like you can fuck right off with those. I don't want to smell your shit on. Like, and they just smell. It's not even oh, that they smell pungent. bad.
3: They're just they're so pungent. They're so such a strong it,
1: smell on the stuff that you all put it on does, top of. The, yeah, them.
3: you can't even watch the movie in peace because all you can smell is that guy's nacho cheese uh, sprinkles that he threw on his popcorn. No, no, right, right to prison. If there were ushers, those people should just be arrested.
1: And that's how I feel about the hot dogs too, Ben. Is that it's not that I dislike ketchup or relish or whatever, but like when you have that in such a closed environment, like a movie theater, it's all over your hot dog, it's all I can smell.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I also I think like though, I don't know if it's because like I can't see what I'm doing because it's dark and you just you're you're less shameful. Like with a the movie theater, I bring in stuff I would never ever eat. Like I'm I'm not a big popcorn guy, I don't really like candy. I have no problem with that. You just said nacho cheese, those shitty chips that are <laughs> terrible with the nacho cheese. Like, I would eat. I would eat that. I, it wouldn't bother me. I'd never get it ever in the light of day. But like, if I'm watching no, the I'd get those at a movie, how bad could it be? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Like, well, I mean, hopefully there's nobody there to bother you. That's yeah. No witnesses. No, no, no hot food, but popcorn. That's it. Sorry, I feel very strongly about this.
1: Well, Ben, have you ever been to a movie theater like the VIP like movie theater with like the small room? You have a menu. I don't mind the hot food so much in there because you can, like order to your seat, and you can have booze. Do, like, are you pro or? You have like a table. Yeah, like you have like a little table next to you. You have a big recliner seat. There's like. 10 seats inside the entire movie theater, and you can get, like, wine delivered to your seat. I very much enjoy that experience. It sucks for, like, movies you really need to see in, like, IMAX to get the full enjoyment, but for, like, a regular movie... Avatar. Yeah, like, movies... There there are some movies you need to see in IMAX, and, like, a smaller screen won't do it any justice, but, like, if it's a regular movie, like, who cares?
2: I, I just can't, like... I don't want to be eating like, you know, like medieval times S. there's no silver. It's just a mess if you're really trying to go for it. So unless you have it spaced out, like you mentioned the VIP or something, I would I would err on the side of caution. I'd probably have popcorn, maybe a snack, a bot for me. Obviously, I would get a bottle of water um, more often than anything else. Maybe a fountain soda if I had to for some reason. Call it a day. Next time I go to the movies, 2027 ish, I will see what I get. And we'll, we'll report back.
1: I I think popcorn has to be number one on this list because, like Ben, Obviously. I I can go to the movie theater and I'll get a popcorn every time. But I'm not necessarily getting fountain soda. Like I, w- I, I oh, will I yeah. will al- I will also get a bottle of water
3: from time to time. No, I'm not ever.
1: Or do you ever like sneak in your own candy? Like you go to the you go to the shop next door and no. sneak in your candy? No, I no,
4: that's not appropriate.
1: Who cares.
4: <laughs> I, I do. It's
3: not the right thing to do.
1: Bottle of
4: water isn't enough to get you through the movie.
1: You can what about what if you brought your own water? Like you brought like a big thing of Gatorade or something. Maybe no. if you hide
4: it in your wife's purse, you can't you can't be putting those in your pockets. No, you just
1: shove it down your pants. People see Pat Mayo and that <laughs> thing bulging out and they're like, makes sense to me. Checks out. Good lord. <laughs> I can't believe you don't sneak candy in. Like you don't see anything no, in a movie don't. theater?
3: No, it's against the rules. Well,
2: what are you is- a big movie theater guy?
3: Pardon me? Do you go to the movies a lot? Uh, not. I mean, I used to go pretty frequently. I haven't been very much in the last couple of years, but I used to go a lot. Alone? Or are you not Sometimes. against that? No, I think alone is fine because yeah. movie watching is a profoundly s- solo experience in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, there's chatting before and afterwards, but the movie's on. Like, you're just watching the movie passively by yourself. Whether you're with somebody that you know or not, it doesn't really make a difference.
4: I disagree. Maybe
3: less so at a comedy. Yes. I if see. everybody's laughing throughout it, I, you could certainly make the case more so for a comedy, but for a regular movie that isn't a comedy, it doesn't matter who you're with or if you're with anybody.
1: If you're watching a serious movie or, and or like a good serious movie, then... Then I think, like, I go to them by myself, I would say all the time, but I regularly frequent these movies. Plus, they're just movies other people don't want to see and I want to see. So you get used to going to movies by yourself. But a comedy or especially a bad movie, you don't want to be stuck in by yourself. Like, seeing a, being in the theater for a bad movie, if you have no one to, like, run lines with and, like about how yeah, bad the movie is. Yeah, but you can also is, get up and
3: leave on your own. If you're on your own, you can just get up and leave. It's harder I, to do so when you're with people. How many times have you ever walked out of a movie? Never thought about it, though.
1: What's the difference? You're not leaving anyway.
3: Wow. I thought I almost walked out of Mother. You, should, you shouldn't You should have walked is out of no Mother. Is that no good? You still, you still haven't that seen You. You, you
1: have never seen Mother. Give me a break.
3: It's in the theater. That she is, told me to go see that it. That is such a lie. You've never seen I it. I saw it because you told me to see it. Ben, I highly recommend it. That, that and I liked Darren Aronofsky. You liked it? Um, oh. No, no. I didn't like it. But I oh, liked Darren Aronofsky. It is
1: a must watch. It is batshit That's insane. the Requiem guy, right? Yeah. It's like he did Coke for four straight days and wrote an entire movie. And he's like, I'm not editing it. This is what we're going with. It is- ins- Maybe all. Oh. It it- I've seen
2: a bunch of his shit, like the fountain. Oh yeah, I, it's, my, cra- it's crazier than the fountain. My
1: leaking from that. Okay. It's just pure insane. It's not good by any stretch of the imagination, but you're like, oh my God, like this is happening now. And, and then this is happening now. And it has good actors in it. It's just, it's mind boggling how crazy it is.
2: I'll be there with my chocolate covered raisins getting ready mixed with your popcorn mixed with my popcorn
1: do you do you have a flavor because i feel like tim i don't know are you big like i know you love diet coke but like do you mix it up and go with like root beer at a movie no never I feel like people like root beer. diet coke uh,
3: sure i am not against root beer but like if diet coke was hmm. out then i'd get a coke zero like i wouldn't but yeah, root beer's fine. It's just I wouldn't want it.
1: I, I feel like I'm far more willing to go off the board with my soda, Ben, at a movie theater than I would be in my day-to-day life. And like I'm like you. I don't drink a ton of soda. But if I was doing it yeah. there, like, I might have a Sprite.
2: I mean, anything would be... That's, It's not a new topic, but related to that, and I was thinking about this today when I was getting breakfast, what happened to Snapple? I know it's still around, <laughs> but some of the flavors, like the egregious flavors that I kind of liked, like grape aid.
3: Yes, I don't know what happened to it. It used to be really popular. That? I don't oh. know what, that's a really good question.
2: You see? This is the kind of shit that's been going on. Quietly, they're, they're. It, it's all now just like the they're in the plastic bottles. It's, it's just like, like iced flavors. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Ice. It's all kind yep. clandest- of, yeah. Snapple's been ruined. I agree. When we were younger, it was like the heyday of Snapple, and things were better. I'm with you 100%. I used to get a Snapple, go to the bank, cable vision, get yeah. out
2: there,
1: and now none of that. It's all gone. Exactly. It, that That's the real big lie, Ben, that they got rid of, like, Orange Crush? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's, I'm telling you, all that stuff is – those were simpler times. I do miss some – not that I would probably drink – I mean, that would probably be death if you drank that stuff now, but, like, I, I was truly – this morning, I was in there, I was looking, and I was like, man, grape aid and that stuff is just gone. You cannot find that anywhere.
4: You
1: can't. Well, they've, repla- they've replaced it with all Tim's favorite flavors, like Acai Berry Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, that didn't
3: last a year. That fell apart. That's still a thing, I think. No, it's not. Believe but, but, me, I know.
4: Paul? I don't think we've ever came across this because he loves Diet Coke so much, but like, what, is, what are Tim's rankings outside of Diet Coke for like other sodas? I think I did
3: this years ago, but like uh, Coke Zero, Sprite, Sprite Zero... Sprite? Z- um, have you
1: ever had a Sprite? Has anyone ever had a Sprite yep. Zero? <laughs> I didn't
3: know that existed. Yeah, yeah. they don't have Diet Sprite anymore. Now just Sprite Zero. They had Diet Sprite? Oh yeah, they did for quite a while. But I, just Sprite
1: I, Zero. I, I felt like conventional wisdom when we were growing up was like, you know, if you have clear soda, not that bad for you compared to dark soda. I feel like that was a thing people
3: said. Yeah, Sprite feels healthier for you, even though it is. It's lemon and lime. Dr. Brown?
2: Healthy. You ever have Dr. Brown?
3: No, no I haven't had that. I, I like... uh uh, ginger ale ginger ale would be right after those two i think that's what i would put it number
1: one ginger ale ginger ale like i am far more likely delicious. to have a standalone ginger ale if i'm gonna just randomly have soda that i could enjoy a ginger ale once every
3: few months yeah i mean like hard to dispute that i, I really like ginger ale i don't get it often enough really right. so usually my go-to at a bar if people are drinking but i'm not i'll get a ginger ale
4: diet dr pepper that's where it's oh up.
3: delicious it's really good delicious Delicious.
4: Tastes like the same as regular Diet Pepper. But it does. Oh, look. You don't calories. have
3: to convince me. You don't have to convince me. Calories are bad. I get it. Diet's better.
4: Ben, do you know what's better than Diet Coke?
1: Pepsi Max.
3: Gross. Pepsi Max? Gross. Okay. Trash. I,
2: I I already know this, obviously. You have very strong Coke versus Pepsi feelings. Yes, I do. Yeah. Very strong. Okay. I don't I don't drink enough soda to know. I Vodka, like you know if I'm if I'm drinking it's usually vodka sodas but like I don't don't really crave soda to be honest it's not something I've ever really had with meals growing up so don't really miss it
1: yeah I think I is that something that's instilled or is that something that you pick up because we used to have soda like we just had a box a cans of coke and pepsi at the bottom of the stairs at my grandparents place at least for any meal you want to just go like grab a can and like we're making sure that we're not doing that to our kids because I feel like that hooked me on. Oh, no, that soda was great. I liked
3: the, the I like the pop that was at the bottom of your nan's stairs. Just walk down there and grab something. That yeah. was great. Yeah, it was like an unlimited supply of soda. That was awesome. What kid wouldn't want that? Exactly. Well, that's kind of the point. We, that's the habit, though. Well, then make sure it's diet ones.
4: That's not helping matters. Behavior is learned on that front. I would say
2: that's
1: what I think too.
2: It definitely. I, I'll tell you this much. When I was a little, after school, most kids would go to like enrichment. I used to go to OTB, and now I'm gambling on <laughs> soccer, and I'm—I have a feeling that that's not uh, a coincidence. So all that stuff is ingrained for sure.
1: All right, well that will do it. Cust Corner 39. We have a—we have a milestone coming up. Tim August!
0: Tim August
3: that's not my name i mean yes but really 50 is the one we should really blow out well
1: we really tried to blow out number 30 because i was able to title it ben cuss corner xxx and it has the most views oh. and listens of any single cuss corner people were very
2: a high bounce rate but a, a lot of clicks in oh yeah, yeah very, very
1: high seo yeah very very high bounce rate from that one they were very disappointed when they tuned in
2: yeah that the seo on that must have been whew, um yeah, man. I, I'm excited to be there. I want to see what if anything from this makes the custies, anything of that nature, but it was a fun time.
1: I, I feel like your well reasonedness. Kinda kept Tim in check, except for when he was ranting about how like anything that you do in your personal time makes you sad.
2: Yeah, after after the the like the shaming me part of the show, I thought we had a nice <laughs> equilibrium and, and me and Tim had a good a good chemistry going.
1: Well, we'll have to run it back again. So you know, we're letting new people from the PME universe come on. Gus if you missed last, number 37, Kenny Kim. Much different vibe than Ben Raza brought to the table for this one. Did you actually see that one, Ben?
2: Uh, I didn't, but knowing Kenny and having met him a couple times, I just have a feeling. Uh, slightly different vibes. Love, Kenny.
1: He, he had Tim on his
3: heels most of the time, I feel like. Oh, it was graphic.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the that would have been for the XXX show
3: that it would have been the guest detailed and graphic
1: well, you can follow Ben on Twitter at JazzRazDFS. You can follow me at the PME, Tim at TimAnderson87. And, of course, you can subscribe to the Cuss Corner exclusive only feeds for the podcast version down in the description. Just search Cuss Corner on Apple, on Spotify, on Stitcher, wherever you download your podcast. You can get yourself some Cuss Corner in your life. Leave a five-star rating and review just like you should do for the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast along with subscribing to the Mayo Media Network on the YouTube's smash the like on the way out i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching i'll see you next time
2: this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the
0: scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines